Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Riding on the Wall podcast. I go by the name of Chris Frizzell. We have Blue Shando in the building, and we have a special returning guest. Everybody give it up for Keenan Kane. How you doing, Keenan? Pretty good. How you guys doing? Doing good. It's good to have you on the show again. Thanks for having me. So you got some, a couple of big announcements, some news for everybody on the res. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, Congratulations to old coach, Coach Chavez, but uh, he stepped down as boys basketball, and I applied, and they brought me back. So starting now, I'll be the boys head coach for a basketball program at Mescalero. Wow. And hopefully this is for a long run, hopefully, and it should be. And I'm excited to get back into it and working with the kids again and a new group of kids. That's awesome. So were you just doing golf? Yeah, I, had, um, I started the golf team what, six years ago, and... Before me, there was 15 years before they had a golf team. And just my connections from my past job working at the end, they said, you know, we'll start a golf team and we'll get it going. And when you have a first-class course like in the Mountain Gods, man, that's a perfect place to practice when you can. And Definitely. And we got a lot of good golfers out there. So before before six years ago, they didn't have a golf team? Yeah, I think the last one was like in 2004 or five. Oh, okay. That was way back, way back when. Yeah. Um. But it was, I mean, it's been good. Um, a couple kids, you know, past couple years, I was a couple kids here and there, two or three girls, two or three boys, but not not really a full team and dedicated team. And But this year we came in and I had five eighth graders and one freshman. Okay. And the one thing that I saw different in these kids is they've played golf before, all of them. And... That's just going with their parents or, you know, just playing by themselves. And just their whole family, you can tell they played golf. Yeah. And it was it was good. It was really good. Um, we were the youngest team in 2A, I thought. I think we were in our class, one, 1A through 3A. So they combined three classes. We were the youngest team, and we were four shots away from uh, qualifying for the state tournament at the district tournament. Wow. How many, how many kids did you say you had? Five eighth graders and one freshman, so six. Can you can you give them a shout out real quick? Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, freshman David Davis. Um, then I'll go to the eighth graders. I had Landon Hiles, Levi Apicito, uh Roy Lynn, Anthony Uzos, and Jason Wilson. Awesome. Shout out to all of them. Yep, shout out. And um, it was good. Like, and the funny thing is, when we first started the season, I always tell my kids is. I'm not worried about the scoring. Let's get the tournaments down, how to go through the whole thing and get used to your clubs, you know, what shot to you, what shot to hit and how far and just little things like that. I was like, let's get used to that. And then probably about a quarter of into the season in, they started shooting really, really good for themselves. The funniest thing is the first tournament, they shot 130. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's pretty high Mm -hmm. for for a golf tournament. And... uh, I think the second tournament, third tournament, they cut that down by 15 shots, all of them, quick. I mean, it was real quick. So in the tournament, do they play as a team, like a scramble, or is it up to the best score? Actually, no, it's just themselves. Okay. Um, though Each guy will be paired with – they'll be all in five groups. Each group have about three kids, four kids, and they're uh-huh. all from a different school. Uh-huh. So all my kids will be in about five-group stretch. Yeah. So they'll all be all spread out, about four holes, five holes, just depends. But they're playing with different kids from other schools. So they're in that group, and then my other kid will be in another group with different kids from schools. Okay. So it's all in a row, but I see. it's good. And they play their own ball, and, I mean, they count every shot they hit. And and the way we score it, you know, you take the top four scores. Oh, okay. That's how we figure out the group scoring. And... Um, yeah, just top four scores. So then whoever scores the lowest, I'll, we'll take those top four. Nice. Did um, how, how does practice work? Does it go Monday through Friday? 
Yeah, it just kind of depends. Um, most of our tournaments, that guy goes off our tournaments. You know, Monday and Tuesdays are usually our tournaments. Had a couple on Thursday. Um, but for the most part, it was, you know, Wednesday we're practicing for sure. Um, if we didn't have a tournament, usually Monday through Wednesday is when I really hit it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the end didn't open up in time over here this season for us. So um, actually, shout out to the links over here in Redoso um, and the pro. Melissa, she helped me out a lot. And I've, I played for her in Redoso. But she helped me out a lot, and we practiced over there quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, mostly the whole time we practiced over there. So it was good. I mean, I felt we had a good season. Is there, like, a, <clears throat> any cool memorable moments that you had with the team? Cool shots, cool comebacks? Yeah. Um, I was telling you, you know, they kept improving scores. And the funny thing is, is they are getting mad that they couldn't break 100. Mm-hmm. You, know, every, you know, my top four kids were getting mad because they couldn't break 100 here or 100 there. Missing by a couple putts and... And pretty soon, actually, we were playing here at Ridoso and um, Landon Hiles, he almost um, pulled out from like 140 yards for a birdie. Oh, I mean, wow. he just hit it. I mean, it was just a yard short. <laughs> One yard in, it was crazy. When is golf season? Uh, is usually um, late March to uh, May, middle of May. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so who, you had, y'all been, had to practice at the links this whole time? Yeah, we practiced at the links and then um, pretty much just there. That's all I, I could do. Like I said, the end opened up kind of late, and I didn't. Yeah. Like we couldn't really do nothing with that. I mean, that's just kind of on them. And uh, pretty much just went to the links and then just tournaments. Who who's you said that helped you at the links? You can give uh, a shout out. Melissa Nance, uh, she's a pro, the head doctor over there. Yeah, big shout thing. out to her. Yeah, thank you. Um, like I said, I went, I played in Redoso. I went to Redoso and played golf there, and she uh, she's actually one of my coaches. Yeah. Um, going into my senior year, she's one of my main coaches. And I worked for her at all her golf courses when I was in high school. And so it was, I've known her real well, I've known her my whole life. And she's done a lot for me and my program. And just so helpful. Nice. And I could be more thankful. So, what do you like better, uh, coaching golf or <laughs> coaching basketball? Uh, it's, it's a tie. I mean, I love both. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, golf is more relaxed and calm and really laid back for me but I love seeing the kids just play and sometimes I wish I'm playing but mm-hmm. when you look at the other end of basketball you know I love coaching the game you know it's so fast paced and it requires so many um, decisions on my part and the competitive competitiveness level is just high and like I said it's just quick game and shooting and whatnot running I love that part of it too yeah um it's, it's really different. I mean, it's crazy. You can go from a basketball game where you run up and down nine miles an hour and everything to where you're going to golf and it's two two minutes before every shot or <laughs> you're just kind of kicking back and waiting for the guys to get there to hit a shot or whatnot. But, I mean, I like I like both. If um, you if anyone wanted to come and join your team, when or, like, do you have, like, any tryouts or do you just kind of pick everyone up and try to groom them? Yeah, um, golf team, you know, usually I send out an email to all the kids mm-hmm. in the uh, high school and then eighth graders as well. Oh, okay. I'll send an email out, you know, before the season starts, you know, if they want to join, mm-hmm. come get a hold of me. Um, I've actually had a couple, this year I had a couple parents reach out to me saying their kids want to join. I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll do this here, or, you know, meet here and we'll have a practice or a little meeting here. And they just come out and join, like I said, and I just tell them, you know, hey, we need your, you need your own clubs and at best helpful to have a ride to to practice where we were practicing at that day mm-hmm. and yeah I just kind of groom them and usually I'll just you know qualify we have a qualifying rounds during practice if we had a tournament coming up I'm like, alright the top five scores from today's practice um, go to the tournament okay so it just kind of depends on that and then if I have enough kids I can actually do a JV mm-hmm. which I'm kind of hoping for coming up with these couple of years and I get a JV going we can have some pretty good teams right how many more players do you need for a JV? I mean, I can do probably about two or three more. Mm-hmm. I can make a good JV team. They can go play it themselves. Is, but, is it a lot on them? Or they do? Is it tiring for the kids? Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I was telling the kid, the, my group this year coming in. I was like, you know, it's different. You know, you're not using carts. That's the first thing they asked me. Yeah. Can you use carts? And I was mm-hmm. like, no. I was like, you guys got to walk. I would I dread mean. that. <laughs> well, I don't know about now. Maybe I'd like it. <laughs> Yeah, I tell them is you guys got to walk 18 holes. They play yeah, 18, 18 holes, holes, one tournament. Those so 18 Shoot. holes. Would you want to do that, Blue? In a tournament? I don't know. I got used to that cart. <laughs> yeah. 18 holes, and it's 
um, usually about last about five hours. And, <laughs> Let's see. And that's the one thing I told him. You guys get ready for that as well. You got to deal with the weather. Oh yeah. And, uh, it could be windy. It can be cold. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the end, it got real hot. But for the most part, I thought the weather was pretty nice um, this year. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> yeah, they uh, they weren't too fond of the walking part to start and. And, now, and they thought, you know, golf is pretty chill, which it is, but you just got to walk. Carry their bag. Yeah, you got to carry your own bag. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, carry the bag, walk, hit every shot. And, but, like I said, this group's special because they they liked it. They fell in love with it towards the end. I mean, halfway through, they were already um, doing little things, you know, making slight adjustments. Or I should have hit it like this, you know. Um, what can I do if I'm hitting it this way? You know, how, how do I fix it? You know, starter season, they were just out there, just hitting, just hacking away at the at the ball, and weren't really um, adjusting their game. And then you fast forward a couple of weeks, and they get used to it. Man, they're adjusting their game to their own level, to their own liking, and it was just fun to see. And then they started seeing a little bit of success, and they they've seen how good they can be when you know towards the end of the season, they saw how good they can be, and yeah. They were excited, and I was like, "I was like, you gotta stay with it. It's almost like a all year round sport." Mm-hmm. At a golf tournament, is there an audience? Yeah, parents yeah. can go. Parents go a lot. I had a couple of parents go this year, which is good. I mean, they see their kids play and something different. Yeah, you know, a lot of you know these native kids aren't used to going to a golf tournament and you know going walk in and seeing other people play, and and the parents are the same way too. And they, that's the first time we've. Ever witness anything like this? You know, where do we go? What do we do? I was like, yeah, I just watch them and a little golf clap here and there. Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> golf clap. Yeah. Totally different audience in basketball. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. But for some reason, they get more nervous. That's funny. Oh, uh, golf, on the golf course because, you know, like, oh, I'm nervous. I got 10 people watching me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you watch, like, 100 people watch you shoot free throws. Now you're getting nervous over this. I was like, just have some fun. That's the only thing I told them. I was like, and I've coached the, the kids that play golf, play basketball as well, and I've coached them in little leagues and whatnot. I was like, you guys know how I coach in basketball. You know, I'm yelling around, you know, real strict. So golf here, I'm not I'm not that type of guy. You know, just I'm here to help you and just how you guys just have fun and play play golf. It's better than a day at school. I, I guess because you don't want to stress your kid out because yeah. you, they need to be relaxed. Yeah, no doubt. Play. I I can see. I'm more interested in I guess the your golfing site because uh, I know basketball well and probably burnt out in the subject from playing it. Yeah, but golf is new and just hearing about your your stories about it, it's it's pretty intriguing <laughs> to hear. I can't imagine um, playing on the golf team like that and going to tournaments. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I use I used um my past my high school career a lot when coaching them, helping them out because uh, when I played in high school. Uh, I played varsity as a freshman all the way up, and we had a really good team. Uh, we made it to state every year. My freshman to junior we made as a team for state, so that was pretty, really, pretty special. It was fun. Thinking, looking back at it now, and then my senior year, everyone left me, and it was just literally just me. And for state, you can qualify as an individual or as a team. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that put my mind at ease. I put myself to work in the summer and said, I am going to make it a state as an individual, which I did. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. And it was fun. So, you know, I've been using those a lot. So well, how'd you do during that time? I did pretty good. I was... Uh, what was your score? I was shooting high 70s, mid to high 70s. Wow. Um, in, high, in high school? Yeah, in high school. Uh, it, was, it was real fun. You know, I had a couple couple low-level colleges look at me. Nothing too crazy. But um, yeah, I played golf and I was real. I was really good. Like I said, I'm a qualified state individual, which is hard to do for golf. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you have to shoot, you know, high seventies. That's yeah. a couple bogeys here and there, but mostly it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, it was fun. I loved it, and um, hopefully these kids take to it too. What I've been telling them, and they've, I think they've have, they've learned, and they experienced experience it for themselves as well. So. That must be but, a really good experience for them. Just something different. It's different, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really different. I mean, I was telling them. And just watching them grow from the start to the end of the season, it was real fun. Mm-hmm. I was telling them, I was like, we got four more years of this. I was like, it can be really, really good. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I keep telling them. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, just hyping you guys up. Because I've seen it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I know what it takes to be a good golf team. And you guys have all the, you guys have it. I was like, you just got to keep working. Do you have an assistant coach? No. Um, if, like, if, it just depends on numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get enough, enough uh, players, I could bring one on. But, you know, this year I only had six kids. So mm-hmm. it wasn't too much for me to handle and. It was, I didn't have a system. I could have, but I just decided not to. Yeah, I just don't need it. That's cool. Especially with all boys. If I had girls, it would be different. I would need help with the girls because right. the girls would be on one side of the course and the boys on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I would have to be busy the whole time. But when it's just all boys or all girls, it's easy because they're just on one side of the course with mm-hmm. the little hole stretch. That's cool. Hopefully after this podcast, people hear... <clears throat> kind of your your stories about it and send some more kids out <laughs> yeah i mean yeah you, it's funny and sometimes you know i talk with people from the community and they're like do you have a golf team I yeah, like, yeah we have, i mean <laughs> we have a golf team you guys just are you trying to get more students to join yeah i mean every i, I try to it's just you know it's it's hard uh being at mescalero because we have baseball softball track golf all for spring oh yeah and so our our student pool is so limited mm-hmm. and and I'm not, I'm not the type of coach to say you gotta play golf or come play golf. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you play what you want to play, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm not gonna force the kid to come play golf and play nothing else or vice versa. You know what I mean? I'm not that type. You know, I just let the kids know, but hey, we got a golf team. You guys come out and play if you want. Uh, if you're playing other sports, we can work it out. If you can, if not, um, we, it's okay. I mean, no worries. I'm not getting my feelings hurt if you don't play golf. But come out if you're gonna come out. Be dedicated. And, so, that's that's difficult with the kids we have, or the numbers we have, and the number of sports that we have. So, we have to share a lot. But these ones I have right now, they're all in on golf mm-hmm. for for the future. So, hopefully, yeah. nothing changes. So, when did you get the news about a uh, basketball coach, and how'd you feel? It's kind of been, it's been in the making for a couple months. Nothing too official. It was, you know, apply for it, apply for the job. I had a number, number of people come up to me, you know, a power, talking about me taking back over. And even Coach Chavis himself even talked to me about taking back over, which which was a good talk. And uh, he just said, you know, I can help you get the job if you want it. Just apply. Go through the whole process, which we have to anyways. And um, it just came down to just interview and just talking with the new AD and the the interview community uh, committee. And interview went well, and they just ended up selecting me. Who, who makes up the interview committee? Uh, it just depends. Uh, usually the superintendent. Mm-hmm. I think the school board might make it up too. Okay. But mainly it's just the superintendent, I think. I didn't, or even the athletic director might just say, hey, I need a couple guys. Mm-hmm. Um couple of people principal or whatever you know i need you to come do an interview with me oh okay so it just the, kind of depends the last time we interviewed you you had just got finished uh coaching and you guys had won uh you guys had set a record right yeah and that was for the boys basketball yeah what? boys uh record and wins for the season uh i think it was 19 something like that yeah so that was good and and then of course you know and they let me go that following but month or two after that. And um, I was there for the boys that were there to remain in that senior class. Um, so, so you had a, a year off or two years? Two years. Two years off? Yeah, two years off from basketball. Yeah. And honestly, it was, looking at it now, it was a little blessing. You know, a good little blessing for me because uh, I got to see my kid grow up. Oh. I said, at my, yeah, uh, you were expecting <laughs> the last time we... Yeah, you, within a week, I think it was, we yeah. had the baby. But just seeing him growing up, even my two other kids, just seeing them growing up too, just these two two years off, got to go to a bunch of games and mm-hmm. just kind of relax and take take a break. It was, it was a... At the time, I didn't really want it. I didn't want the break, but it was a real good break for me, I thought, just taking time off. Uh, when yeah, when we had the podcast, I remember you talking about your kid. Did you even know what you were having at that time? No, we kept the secret. And yeah, you didn't even. So you had a boy. Had a boy. What's his name? Uh, Keldon. Oh, okay. Keldon Kane. Wow. Thank you. He just turned two. Like was two that weeks two ago. years ago? One year. It's two years ago. Wow. Oh. 
Almost exactly two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> he just turned two probably oh, about a month ago. A month ago. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Time flies. It, uh, yeah, exactly. Time flies. and But it was, it was a good break. And mm-hmm. I was happy with the teams. When I wasn't in the other teams that went, that did things, they did a real good job. Um, especially, I was talking about that very next year, that senior class, George and Ray and mm-hmm. uh, Ty Oak, Chief, Roman Rocha, those kids. I mean, there was no surprise to me that they were they went to the Final Four. No surprise whatsoever. Now, was, was, we were talking about that um, all the years I was in there. Mm-hmm. You know, our first goal was to win a district championship, and the second was to win state. And, of course, my last year, we didn't win state. You know, we went to the first round, but... We knew we had a good team coming back, mm-hmm. and um, they were kind of hurt once I didn't. They found out I wasn't coming back. And actually, I gave them each one of them a call. Mm-hmm. I told them myself I wasn't coming back, mm-hmm. and I just thanked them for playing for me and doing what they did for me, and they thanked me as well. And I just told each and every one of them, "You guys finish this out, mm-hmm. finish what we started." And like I said, they they didn't win district, which. I was a little upset about, but it's all right. But going to winning their first home game for a playoff home game and then going to the semifinals, and they were 10 points short, and they could have went to the state finals. In my opinion, they could have made it, and they, they were, they'll probably tell you that too. Yeah. But just making history with that team, it was fun to watch. Watch them do that. So when does the job of, like officially start? Uh, I'm hired right now. So, um, like, when do you when do you start practicing with the boys? Or yeah, we got off season coming up. Um, I was just talking with Blue about that uh-huh. off the air. We're uh, I'll probably start towards the end of June first. We'll start. Okay. So with our off season, we just got the month of June to work. And to the whole off-season. team, the whole team shows up for that off season. Um, How does that work? For the most part, we tell them you know you got to be there in off season to get better. If you want to get better, be there in off season. Even the kids that that weren't even on the team last year. If they got cut or they're new to the school, if they're coming in, yeah. you guys tell them you guys come. Come to practice. What about if they're playing other sports like fo- football or anything? like? Do, do they have off-season football? And yeah, stuff? they do. That's what's good about um, off-season. Um, usually the month of June is just straight basketball. Oh, okay. Um, so boys and girls will be going. And then um, July is all uh, football and volleyball. Uh-huh. So, you know, those, they don't interfere with each other, which is good. They don't, they don't um, intertwine. Yeah. So all of June, you know, I got I got the boys, like I said, and for the most part, you know, all high schools they'll be there um, nice. consistently, which is good. Um, we'll just uh, practice every day. We got a couple camps coming up. Um, take them out there too, get some work in, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully I can get some middle school kids out too. A lot of them, we can take them, get them going too, and just develop that program that we've been working for. And yeah. that's how you just that's how you sustain success for a long time. It's been those young guys too, right? The, uh, so are you real close with all your players that are uh, coming in? Yeah, for the most part, I know who most of them. I know I know who they are, and they know me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know most of them, and yeah. they know me. And uh, a couple of kids I got to get to know on a personal level, but you know, just me being around, still working at the school, this all this whole whole time, I get to know the kids, and I've grown up grown up with a couple of kids, watched them grow up too. Yeah. Um, especially in the middle school level and in a couple of those freshman classes, sophomore classes coming up. I've seen those kids grown up as grow up as well. So last last time you were the coach, you, you guys set a record, right, for mm-hmm. the team? The, what do you think is going to happen this time coming around or what's your plan and strategy? Well, we're going to have a building, uh, a successful plus a little building year, I think. I think the first couple of weeks of the season will be a little rough to get going, get up and going. Um, the team's not bad. Uh, returning back, just kind of thinking top of my head who we have at the varsity level. It won't be a bad team. Um, we can be have some success. Um, we just got to work hard. Uh, we can get them going and get them in the right situations. I think we can have a pretty solid season this year. Yeah. And we can only go up from there. I mean, like I said, just with the talent level we have. Um, we have some talented kids at each grade level, you know, from seniors Actually, junior, we have one senior this year, but the juniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, eighth, seventh grade, there's about three to five kids in every mm-hmm. class that has the skills and has the the work ethic to you know develop something special, and that's what me and my coaching staff we're most excited for, you know, because we see the talent there. We just got to work with them. 
Yeah. And hopefully we can sustain this thing for, you know, many, many years. I mean, not just have one good year, one or two good years. We want to build a program, you know, keep it, keep it going. That's the, awesome. The most exciting part, if I was in your shoes, the most exciting part would be to um, come in fresh with your, because you, you've had all that time to assess what you could have done different, what you would do now. And you got to see um, the other mistakes, if any were made. And then now you're probably ready. You're probably like excited to jump into there. Yeah, I, def- I definitely learned a lot from from not coaching those two years. I definitely learned a lot, you know, from the you know the player side, the coaching side of it, the ins and outs, and things I should do and shouldn't do. I learned a lot just from. It was crazy. It was a good. It was a good um, little lesson to learn. How, how excited are you? I'm very excited. Um, I was a little hesitant, hesitant at first to take it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the time off, honestly. Just like the time off with the family. Um, you know, we ain't getting any younger these days. Neither the kids are, you know, your mm-hmm. own kids and just watching them grow up. And I almost didn't take it, but I end up just sucking it up and get back to work and it's, try to build something special more. So I'm very excited. Even my coaching staff, my coaching staff is very excited too to get back to work, especially with me coming back in because um, they were there during the two years I wasn't in there and they're like, oh, we need to get you back. Yeah. Ready. So they're excited too to to come back. That's the perfect answer because you got you got a family, you know, you're not at least you, it's not like, yep, yeah, I'm ready. Uh <laughs> the kids will be fine, family's fine, I'm ready for basketball, but that's tough having a new uh having a young baby to work with and having um getting gotten used to that lifestyle because when you take up basketball, now all your time's gone. It's just yeah, it's it's crazy, and they're trying to get me to coach football or something like that in the fall, and I'm like, ah, you know, just in the past years, and I have both. It's four or five months for basketball, and I get maybe a couple of days off, and I go straight into golf, and that's another two months. Are you and also I, so? Are you also a teacher? No, actually, I just work maintenance over there now. Oh, okay. I've been, I was an admin, just kind of a Swiss Army knife for the admin staff, just yeah. kind of doing whatever they needed help with. Yeah. Then I got transferred over to maintenance, and it's the same thing pretty much that I've been doing this whole time. Uh-huh. Um, it's not a hard job. It's pretty fun. I like it, and it allows me to coach, Yeah, which is good. Yeah, That's um, it's tough. And, I've, um, you know, once in a while you have a discussion, someone goes, try it, you know, come coach. And I think about that. I'm like, well, how do you, how do the other coaches even do it yeah. with a job and a family? I don't even know how that's possible. It, it's it takes a good support system. It definitely yeah. does, and my family has done that. Mm-hmm. Um, not only um, my 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 family, my mom, my dad, and you know, grandma and grandpa's all of them. They they're real. They're there for me, which is good. And the funny thing is, you know, I wouldn't be here without them. All mm-hmm. of them just being there. They're there for everything. Um, when I thought about taking a job, I told I sent a text out mm-hmm. to my family. I said, "Hey, I'm applying for the boys' job." Yeah. Every single one of them, we're happy. Hope you get it. You know, we love you. We're there for you. And the same thing happened when I got the job. I told told them all, um, I got the job, and we're there for you. Let us know if you need anything, and <laughs> go Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but I, you definitely and you definitely need a good support system at home. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, shout out to my girlfriend Cass. Um, she's done everything for me when it comes to sports she says do you I, I got your back whatever you need I mean shout out to her yeah we'll give her a big shout out shout out to Cass <laughs> yeah shout out to Cass awesome. hold it down at home and she's there for everything whatever I need help with that's yeah. incredible I mean with um you got in your head has to be clear you, you know you can't go in and take any of that negative energy or those problems and stress to the kids because now that you got how many players looking to you to help with everything not just a coach but you're all a family and stuff, so um, yeah. I don't, I don't know how you guys do it, but you know, just <laughs> good job on, on how on you and your, your coaching staff and stuff. And um, I hope I hope you guys have have the season that you guys are looking for. Everybody's always excited now. You know the Chiefs have made a huge name for themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took a long time. It took a very long time for something to finally develop, and you know, for for the cards to start falling in our favor and now we've got that we've got the skills and and the attitude and now when people talk about the chiefs you hear you know you hear it out of town like oh you know we're playing a tough one this week we got the chiefs or if i'm talking to someone from Thule, it's always like oh, we got you guys you know coming up you guys got a good team and 
and it's cool to see we're not being looked off now you know we got definitely strong program and even though um we haven't made it to that level yet where we went where we've won state but it's coming that time will be be soon the chiefs need need that one state championship and that's that'll seal the deal for us finally (laughs) that's that's the one thing i tell even tell Cass and my family i just need one that would be record breaking right there. I, was, I just need one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't care when it comes. I just need one. Yeah. I was like, first, I said, I want to get there. Mm-hmm. I was like, just get there. I was like, but then, then actually, they told me, well, if you get there, you better win it. And I was like, yeah. Right. I just need one. <laughs> well, and plus, you made it, you made it kind of quick. Um, how, how many years were you coaching until you made it to the state? Uh, I was my fourth year coaching. Uh, first year as an assistant. I made as an assistant with Coach Chavez. I was his girls' coach, mm-hmm. his girls' assistant. My very first year coaching, uh, we made it to the first uh, quarterfinals, and that was a good little experience. And then, right after that season, I got trans- uh, switched over to the boys, where I was an assistant for a year. Um, worked with that head coach very well, and um, he left, and. It was just kind of writing on the wall. It was writing on the wall for me to take <laughs> over. You know, they say, you know, you've been working. And the funny thing is I was working the summer program those two years. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even named head coach, and I was still working the summer program because the new head coach wasn't hired yet. So they were asking me, you know, hey, can you run the summer program? I said, yeah, I mean, I'm there. I mean, I don't – even if I don't get the head job, I'm still here for these kids. And so we did, and and then I got the head job. And the first year my head coaching job, we uh, should have made it to state, I thought. Just uh, one game um, towards the end of the season that kind of pushed us out. We we went to Lordsburg and um, we lost by ten. I think one of the worst games we played. Well, we lost by ten. They they were a team we shouldn't have lost to at that point in time. And then you look at when we play them at home, we beat them by twenty five. Mm-hmm. And we go there, and that's a tough place to play to Lordsburg. But we went over there, lost by ten, and that kind of sealed the deal for us to not make it. I felt like mm-hmm. that and the district tournaments kind of um, messed us up because we made it to district championship that year too, playing with CFI, lost by six. Um, and I thought we should have made it. And then I think some team from another district beat the district champs. And I guess they had no reason no reason to win the thing, and they won, so they had to bump someone out, and they bumped us out. I think oh, that's what it was. I see. So we were 16th seed, and they won. They were the 17th seed, so they flipped us because they had to make the state tournament. Mm-hmm. So that was the first year. It was a good experience. And then the second year we came in and we were, you know, coming in with a lot of experience. And that, you know the story. We set the school record in wins, uh, had a good season. If you um, could sum up th- uh, that record of what it took to get in there, like in a sentence or even a word, what would you say it'd be? What it, it was. I would say it took a lot of work. Hard work. There you go. Hard work. Hard work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes, you know, yeah. all the stuff we do. Um, not only just me, the kids, you know, the players themselves, uh, that special group we had, you know, they were in the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the summer, they're here, they're here in the summer every day working out for two hours with me. Um, and the crazy thing is, is when they were done, they go down to the center. That's when the center was still open. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we have practice here at this time. As soon as we got done with ours, they're like, oh, let's go get some food and go down to the center. So they'll go play ball for another four hours or so. Wow. And then they're playing the tournaments throughout the summer, you know, just the tournaments around the town. They do those. And then once it came to the season part. So they would get off of school, uh, go to the, practice, the and summer. then go to the center. Oh, in the, never mind. In the summer. Okay. So they'll go to practice and then yeah. the Okay. That's then, awesome. That's dedicated right there. Oh, yeah. They were dedicated for sure. And then they go play football and. Me on my side, I'm praying no one gets hurt. <laughs> and but they go through football season and they're still working out and whatnot. And when we start preseason for basketball, basketball, I mean they're hard at work. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, it's just little things like that. People don't see what it takes to make those good teams. Yeah, but it was definitely hard work, especially making those hard work. that school record and wins. And what 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 are you going to ask for your team this year? What what's the first thing you're going to ask for them? Commitment. Commitment. To me, to themselves, to their teammates, um, to the other coaches, and especially all to the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this um, – I've been preaching this a lot to, like, my, my little sister and my kids. You know, just kids I've been coaching. 
play the game like it's your last game. You never know when it's going to be over. This game could be taking you so quick. You don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Just have love for the game mm-hmm. and be committed to it if you're going to play it. And that's the main thing, just commitment all around and and buy into what we're trying to establish. Um, right. Is this one thing to go through the motions? Is another thing to put your heart into the actual program? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, uh, what's the first aspect of the game that you want the kids to work on? Because, you know, when you come in, uh, and I imagine, like, you kind of have, like, a game plan. Like, this is it, this is it this year. For me, if I was to take the balls in your shoes, I'd be like, maybe rebounds or aggression under the goal. Or what, what's your what's your first? More like that, more defense. You know, mm-hmm. defense and then just being, just picking up the trash. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my, one of my main things when I was um, head coach. You know, I love to play defense, and I love the guys that hustle. You mm-hmm. know, like the Dennis Rodman type guys that, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't score 20 yeah. points a game, but they sure they sure get you 10, 15 rebounds. <laughs> yeah, they'll die for the loose balls. That's what I tell the kids all the time. That's my favorite player, the yeah. one that does all the dirty work that don't re- get recognized. Right. It. That's my favorite type of player. So definitely that. Um, working on the hustle part. Mm-hmm. You know, forever. You know that comes with it. Defense and hustle, because. Um, the offense, the offense is there for the kids. The skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of these kids can shoot already. They can, they can make baskets and whatnot. I'm trying to focus more on the defensive part. Um, defensive, you know, like you said, rebounding, um, the hustle plays, the 50-50 balls that'll get us, get us there at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. That pushes over at the top. You know, get us a few extra. Every any any extra basket we can get, mm-hmm. that'll help us out in the end. Definitely. I think in a, a sport like basketball, it's easier to see where defense can win or lose a game for you because um, it gets turned over back and forth so many times. It's just a matter of who controlled the ball more, who had the ball more. In you know, a sport like football, it, the, the time slows down a little bit. Yeah, You can have a bad play, and then you, they'll put a touchdown up. But even if you have a bad play, you can at least um, – there'll be a fourth down again. There'll be a first down, fourth down. But in basketball – if you're not, if you're lacking for 30 seconds, that 30 seconds could be five points, 10 points real fast. Yeah, that's and, quick. Yeah. Real quick. So I agree with you on the, the de- defense aspect. Defense wins games for sure. And that's that's where I put most of my, my eggs in the basket defense. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I, got the, I got the offensive part. You know, we got plays and stuff, situations put them, to put them in and be special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but defense side is kind of on the kid, you know. Right, right. Being a coach, is it hard to find that balance of being like a strict coach and then being a buddy buddy to the student, or does that just come natural to you? It's it's kind of natural to me. Yeah. Um, I think what helped me was being so young, uh, starting out. I was so young. You know, I came in, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on your butt. I'm gonna be a little strict. How, how uh, old were you when you first started? 21 when I first started. Oh, okay. When I was my assistant <clears throat> job, I was 21. Um, so yeah, I was, you know. Just a little kid coming in to coach. It was, yeah. it was pretty crazy. That, that's and, interesting. I, I was thinking about that coming yeah. in here because um, I I knew you growing up just here and there. Uh, we yeah. weren't like close. Went to different schools. We would just maybe say hi to each other on the basketball court. Um, and I I, we, I knew you. We, I knew I'd say hi to you. But I remember your demeanor. You were more fun, friendly, and it was just about whatever was going on at the time. Not much responsibility. Now I look at you now. That's a huge difference. Your personality is different. The way you talk is different. And now you use more terms like my kids, my kids. And um, you, you have a lot of responsibility in your sentences when we have these conversations. And um, I think this game helped you mature very fast. It definitely did. And just coaching kids I mean, mm-hmm. in general with everything definitely helped me out a lot. And this, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm young and whatnot, but I'm... I know my stuff, and importantly, I'm I'm there for the kids. Does it seem like they respect you more now than they did when you first started? Oh, yeah, the students. definitely. Just walking around, hey, coach, how's it going, coach? Even, yeah. The thing I love the most now is seeing my old players Oh yeah, uh, that grown up. And a couple of them turned 21, and I'm like, what are you doing here? You know, or, <laughs> or, dang, you're getting old now, and they'll yeah. come say hi, give me a hug. And I just seen a couple from the that district tournament, district champ team. I uh-huh. seen a couple of them this last weekend. I didn't really, I, I didn't, I didn't even see them. They came to me and just gave them a hug, asked them how they're doing, everything good. Just tell them, let me know if you need anything. Mm-hmm. And even all my teams, I tell them, you know, I'm here for you 24-7, you 
you know, 365. Um, even if it's not in season, if you need help with something, let me know. If you need a ride, call me. And that's just with all my players and all my sports that I coach. And I'm just there. And like, like I was telling Boone, you know, my kids, you know, those are my kids too. You know, I got my family at home, but I got, you know, 25 other kids that on my teams that I got to worry about too. Yeah. And that's, just, that's what I love about it is just being there for the kids, coaching the kids and watching them grow up right in front of your eyes. And and then you look back, you're like, dang, I'm getting old and I'm barely, <laughs> I'll be 27 <laughs> this June. It's crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just being there for the kids, just watch them grow. That's awesome. I could have never pictured you as head coach, you know, when we were teenagers, and yeah. now now you're a grown man and yep. you have all this responsibility. Well, even when I first had coach, I was only 23 when I was <laughs> my first year head coach. I, was like, <laughs> I no. saw I saw a few games at a different side of you. You know, you're frustrated at seeing you stepping out in the court and the refs getting after you, telling you to get back and giving you warnings. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, Dan, he wasn't like that anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, what gets me in trouble was I used to ref too. Oh, yeah. So I know, and then my father's a ref. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, Sterling, he's a, you know, he's still refing nowadays too. And so, and I've just been around it too. Like I said, I still ref and uh, I ref all the, just a regular tournament, basketball tournaments here that mm-hmm. people put on. I help ref those, so I know my stuff, and right. they don't really like it when I, I call them out on some stuff, and they know I'm right or mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, but for the most part, I'm pretty chill. Um, I haven't gotten too many technicals in my <laughs> coaching career. Just got a couple here and there. Yeah, but they were, I earned them. <laughs> <laughs> they were earned. Can you talk about them? What happened? Oh yeah, <laughs> was, uh, this this wasn't about calls. Oh yeah, um, I had one kid. Think it was his like first month ref in. It was a JV game, but uh-huh. first month ref in, he was just just doing, just missing a bunch of calls. The thing that that gets me fired up about me fussing with the refs is when it comes to it could come to an injury. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're yeah. fouling hard enough to for one of my kids or even their kids to get injured, that's where I, I draw the line. And I'm yeah. like, you, you guys better step. Step down, step up on this, and get a hold of it right now, or someone's gonna get hurt. Or mm-hmm. There's gonna be a fight, or you know, you know I just don't want that. Yeah. That's where I really kind of most of them came from. The funniest one ever I had, I didn't even yell at the ref or anything. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to fuss. And <laughs> we were. It was my second year head coach, and we were just we were at a tournament in Albuquerque. It was the only Indian tournament. I think we were playing. Um, God, who were we playing? A team from Utah. But we were up 20, nothing crazy. Um, game was in in control. And uh, in high school, you know, they have, they, they're fashion police. You know, they, you know, have to, your shirt has to be tucked in. You know, you can't, shorts can only go so high or stuff like that. You can't have any tattoos showing or whatnot. And yeah. um, the new thing is, I don't know, I never did this. I don't know if you did, Blue, but the kids tuck their shirt, their shirt into their shorts and then they'll flip the band to where like the, logos of the shorts on the inside mm-hmm. they're showing oh no that's Is that a new style or i guess so yeah like our like our jersey under armor yeah so on the inside of the shorts band yeah. it's all it says under armor all the way around so they would flip that to where that was showing mm-hmm. i don't I, anyway we, we wanted them as long as possible <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up with alan iverson those kids watching those guys yeah. grow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i saw one weird style this was part back in 2013 where the kids it looked like they were wearing two socks when they were playing basketball I there'd be a, a white yeah. a white sock and a black sock was that like a style thing or what was that probably just a kid himself I don't know I, I, but <laughs> I, I, I never a, did that a lot of basketball players were doing that back it was, it was around like 2013 I, I would see it like what the heck's going on but yeah yeah. anyway uh, <laughs> back to that game we um, put a kid in he didn't really pay that much but he had that thing you know he had it rolled mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. short span rolled and the ref didn't stop he's alright sir you got um Got to get him off. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so he was breaking a rule by doing that. Yeah, he, he subbed him out. He said, yeah. "Coach, he's got to get him. You got to get him out. His, you can't have the logo showing. You got to show." I was like, "All right, no worries." But he just kept, "Coach, got to get him off the rule. I'm sorry. I know it's on my. Like, okay, I got you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting the sub. Hold on, just give me a chance." But he kept coming at me like, "Hey, you got to get him." I'm like, "Okay, stop. I got a sub coming in," and I just just said it like this: "Stop being a fashion police. Let's just get the game going." <laughs> Bang. Tag, take me up, take me up, right? Also, wow. <laughs> and then my assistant comes. She's like, 
what you do? <laughs> I just told him to stop being the fashion police. <laughs> the funny thing was, I sat down. We were, like I said, we we're up 20, so it wasn't a big problem. But I just sat down and I look up into the stands and uh, see my family, even our superintendent. He was just like, like what are you doing? Or what happened? I was like, I just told him. I just told him afterwards. That's all I said. I didn't yell at him or nothing. Yeah. So when when you get a technical, what happens after that? You got you're out for the game, or you got to sit down. You just got to sit down. You can't can't stand up and coach for the rest of the game. Yeah, the rest of the game, you just sit down. You just got to stay in your seat. Oh wow. Unless you call a timeout and you can get up, but when the game's playing, you just got to sit down. Now, if you get two, you get kicked out for the game, and then you're suspended for another game. So if you get enough of those, could you lose your job? I don't know. It depends, but I never had more than I think I had two one year. That was it. Uh-huh. And even like I said, that the one I just told you about, that was my only one for that, yeah. that district championship team. That was the only one I had. <laughs> I didn't even think I deserved it. It was funny. <laughs> That's the funniest one I've ever had. Yeah. But there were there hasn't been too many. <clears throat> yeah. About I think three or four. I think I can think of. Well, um, coming into the coming into the new year, you got how many? Do you know how many kids are going to be on your team? This summer, or do you, do you know what you're getting, or, or do you have to assess that on your first practice? Uh, sort of. Um, I think I could, I'll have about at least ten for sure it, on the high school side. Ten on high school, and then are you going to take middle school as well? Well, that's the thing. Uh, it's kind of different. I mean, incoming freshmen too. I could probably have about fifteen kids, mm-hmm. but you know, the new kids that are going to be in middle school this coming year. I don't know how many I can get on that side. Hopefully, I can get. I know about four of them already that that played seventh grade last year. I know about four of them that are going to come in, and they said they're ready to do summer. I just don't know who's in that seventh grade class that will work out. And this is what I don't mean. I'm gonna put the word out, you know, through everything. That's what I was gonna say. Is now the time to get your kids out there? Yeah. Well, I'm a. I gotta have a, I have a meeting with my coaching staff here either um, tomorrow, on Monday, or Tuesday. We're gonna just kind of just hash everything out. Yeah, it wouldn't be too crazy. And then from there, we'll, um, I'll put the word out. You know, hey, uh, students, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a practice this time. Have a little meeting before. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a schedule then, and we'll settle practice times, and we'll get going. Okay. So then, you haven't um, come together with enough details to like put that out right now. Yet? Yeah, I know. Right now. Oh, okay. Uh, we're still working on that because the one thing we got to figure out for us is our practice time during the summer mm-hmm. or during June because we saw summer school starting. So that kind of, and then one of my coaches can't get off till you know two or three. It just, I just want everyone to be there, right? And so, well, can we do the do like invites now, like on the podcast? Yeah, invite I mean, yeah. Kids out? Any kids, uh, incoming seventh graders, eighth graders, and any high school kids, just come out mm-hmm. um, to the gym. Um, you can get. I got. I've got everything on, on social media. I got Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, my numbers are on there as well. My phone numbers. Um, the school has all my contact information, um, and even my coach staff. You can get a hold of them too. My coach staffs on Tony Shamal, uh, Kendall Mythlow, and Kiefer Comanche. Uh, those would be my assistants this year coming in. So I mean, they have all their contacts too. They can get a hold of them that way too as well. Mm-hmm. And nice. yeah, any kid come out. You want to play some ball for Mescalero? Um, be there in the summer. That's where we. That's where you get better individually. Mm-hmm. You work on your skills and. Have some fun. Do they need to bring anything? Just their practice clothes and just practice clothes, some shoes, some shoes, and you guys got the water and everything covered. Got the water good. Well, that's um, that's awesome. I mean, hopefully, parents out there hear this, and if yeah. anyone's interested in playing, I mean, Keenan's had success before, so let's <laughs> let's get him get him on the team. But do you cut people uh, in the summer? No, no. But when it comes to the season, yes, I will cut. We okay. just have to. Even when my past teams, I was having 55 kids coming out for high school. Oh, uh, wow. Basketball. That I wasn't like so. that growing up. No. We does. were begging for players. I, I, I imagine so. I was yeah. having, well, I have about 40 high school kids trying out for the team. Wow. And then, that was just back then, when the two years I had it. So how many are you allowed to have? And honestly, it just depends on me oh, or really? my staff, how we want it. Um, so usually many? we try to keep around 20 to 22 mm-hmm. um, but definitely you're going to have your varsity kind of set and then you'll have your, like your strong rotation of 7 or 8 mm-hmm. and then you'll have a couple kids that play both JV and varsity kind of going back and forth and you got your true JV kids so usually around uh, we try to keep around 20 20 20 around there somewhere yeah give and take and um, just go from there High middle school we don't cut 
Mm -hmm. uh, middle school kids, we don't cut. So seventh graders, any of those guys that come out, come on out, and you'll be on the team. Cool. Long, and main thing, of course, is keep your grades up. Right. Uh, keep your grades up and attend class on time. So if they had like um, subpar grades and they're going into the next grade, I mean, we're, we're starting off in a new slate, so a new chance to get on a team and keep your grades up? Yeah, for, yeah keep your grades up. And the main thing is tardies. This, mm -hmm. um, you know, like these group of kids, you know, tardies. I think it's like if you, every three tardies counts as a day, mm -hmm. at one day absent from that class. And I think, I think for sure over 10 classes absent in that Due to tardies or whatever, you can lose credit in that class and account as an F. Oh, so in, in years past, I've lost a couple of kids because of tardies. They had the grades, but the tardies. Dang. So it's just little things like How that. How could you be tardy in that class? Was not showing up for your first class? You, you... Yeah, it's mostly uh, the first class. Mostly first class. Yeah. Are they hanging out in the hallways? <laughs> Most of the time, they're just showing up late. Yeah. Like, Hi. One was driving. One lived closer than me. I passed his house every morning, uh -huh. and he was still tardy. And I'm like, "Come on, man, work for me. You're not gonna yeah. play." Or, and sure enough, he wasn't. Uh, I had to cut him when it came to grades time and uh, started New Year. In January, I had to cut him and another player because of that. And then, um, then grades, a couple of kids to grades, but nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, they just gotta keep their grades up. That's the main thing too. I'm, I'm more. I'm student athlete type, you know, student comes first, athlete second. Mm -hmm. um, just because I know what grades can get you in life. Good grades, good college, you know, scholarships, yeah. whatnot. And on top of that, um, Escalero's starting to do a, a really good job with, um, I was talking to Tony about the STEM program. Yeah. So the the funding that the tribe, or that the school's getting now seems to be a lot better than it used to be. Um, our academic programs are getting stronger. We're getting more um, college um students trying to attend college now out of high school like Mescalero is really building like a solid educational program starting to defeat that that whole view of Mescalero is not a good school well it's definitely um I can test that too just seeing it grow get a, get a group school grow up um definitely there it's a there's a lot of opportunities for these kids you know you don't even have to play sports mm -hmm. I mean just academic wise there's a lot of opportunities like you said STEM programs doing well what's it's a STEM just, program Electro robotics. Oh uh, yeah, I drones. Seeing that that yeah. I I was there a couple years ago yeah. helping, helping with them, and I was pretty amazed by that. Actually, they just class. came back from final from Worlds. Oh really? They made the Worlds competition in Dallas. They just came back from that last week. Flying wow. drones, right? Yeah, there's drones, and then that's I guess the STEM part of it. I can't remember what they do with that part, but they just came back, and that thing's take. Um, that's amazing. You're playing in you're you're competing in Worlds. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not just state. It was crazy. Yeah, or they national. made. Yeah, they made worlds. Um, it was in Dallas, and yeah. they were playing, going against different countries. Mm -hmm. and of course, a couple from here from the stage. It was crazy. Um, I wish I was a part of that. If I wasn't coaching, I probably would have go do that because that's cool. I, I mean, it's, it's awesome. I mean, just seeing the school grow up and right. get better for these kids, and that's what I tell my players. You know, grades, but grades matter. Right. And <clears throat> you know. Basketball ain't gonna be here forever. No, um, yeah. yeah, I, uh, I, I'm like probably the biggest advocate for that because I'm, I'm a victim of that. You know, all I did was play sports, 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 and I had that big head and thought I was gonna make it somewhere, big shot. Then I get out, and then I have no opportunities. Now I gotta figure life out, and then I ended up, um, you know, getting it together and, and getting a degree in uh, engineering with technology, and now I actually figure out like. This is actually a good field to be in. It's, it's challenging. It's fun. It's a good job. So um, I, I'm a huge fan of that program that you, you guys started. And I want to talk to some people that maybe interview some of the people that are running that program, too. Hopefully they get the, um, the urge to come on so they can talk about and put some information out about those programs and stuff. And I just hope more people can come to the school, more, you see more people trying out for your team. Mescalero starts to become um, more prestigious over the years and um my late my late grandfather john shendo he was in charge of the the education program uh, for the tribe and he was you know his number one vision was to see all of the students that were not that were tribal members to come to the tribe so we can build it up because he always thought like all our best students were in tulin Rodoso. he said all our biggest athletes or um, our most gifted would go to the outside schools thinking that and they wanted to improve their chances after school but um, he was like, one day I want to see 
where Mescalero is such a good school, everyone wants to be there now. And I think it's becoming that way. We just got to promote those programs you're talking about. Yeah. You're already doing a good job with basketball. We're, we're already, our sports are already starting to become stronger programs. But um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I hope, um, like I said, you know, if you're, if you're talking to anyone at school involved with the program, tell them to come on the podcast so we can talk about those, um, those STEM programs and, you know, all the, all the, the drone flying and yeah. the robotics. Most and definitely. Stuff. Yeah. I'll get those guys on. I'll tell them, you know, they just go talk for an hour just just yeah. promote it get it out there right right um yeah. and they even started an esports um e-sport. that's a sport e-sport. yeah really and you guys heard that they like, started what is it like a video game or yeah what? yeah it's wow just, competition yeah, that's team cool. yeah. yeah video game uh, esports uh, i think cool. they started it this year in new mexico Dang. they had a they had states and everything state finals but yeah mesco little starting esports now that's cool but, um think, all these new opportunities yeah. and i'm like man i wish i had this in high school <laughs> right. we'll play, we'll play some video games for yeah, if you're not an athlete out there under <laughs> yep. Keenan, you could be an athlete in that virtual <laughs> yeah. world. I even went to the coach that's doing. I was like, "Where's the staff team?" <laughs> I was like, "I'll play on the staff team. You need, right. you need anybody?" He starts yeah. laughing. But I'm mean, not even that. I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, that and is just super just cool. talking with him already. So he put it out in like April that they're starting it. Just coming school year, he was like, "I already got like six kids Dang. that don't even play sports that were wanting to do this because it's something for them to do." I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "That's." That's what it's all about. Right. I mean, not everyone can play basketball or any sports, but, I mean, all the, just something different for these kids that don't mm-hmm. do anything. And but you can golf or play yeah. a video game. Golf, you know, video games. It's a everything. program for you. Exactly. That's what's, that's what's fun about it right now. It's a good time to be at Mescalero. Yeah, and yeah. Well, like you said, I'm a victim of that, too. I went to Redoso in high school. And mm-hmm. I didn't really look at Mescalero when I was yeah, me too. going to school. I went to Redoso, Yeah, too. we all well, did. Well, then it was a different time. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I did go to Mescalero, and it was different. Um, the opportunities that are, I'm looking at now aren't there. Are, I don't know. There was just a, the atmosphere was different. And I don't want to put our reservation down and say anything. It, w- it was just different. That's all yeah, I can say, you know. It was. Um, and it was a rough time for us in those years. But, and I remember feeling a little bit, like, less uh, pressure to be a certain person when I went to the other schools. And when I came back to Muscalero, it was like it was back on me again, but I was in sports and I was serious into it. So I just stayed there, you know, and I ended up, that's where I graduated from, um, but it was different. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And that when I started working there and started coaching there, I, I, mean, I was like, man, I would have went to school if it was like this. Right. I mean, back in the day, I would have been here in a heartbeat. And we're starting to see that now. We're, you know, we're getting kids from out of other schools that are under res. They're starting to come to Mescalero. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's a couple that are staying in Redoso and Tule, which is fine. Yeah, totally that's, fine. That's totally fine. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong Nothing. Nothing wrong with that. But we're starting to keep some kids home now, which mm-hmm. is good. And... Like I said, this helps everybody. It, it mm-hmm. helps everyone out. So is it is it a public school now, Mescalero? Or is it you have to be a tribal member or you have to live in Mescalero? A tribal member, I believe, um, or at least live under res. And, of course, if you're, if you're non-native, I think if you work there, you can go there. Okay. Um, mm. I don't know too much, but, yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay. But, yeah, we're starting to keep a lot of more kids coming to Mescalero. And, you know, some leave, some come. It's, it's nothing, I mean, nothing crazy. It's... I, and I went to Tularosa um, for a couple of years. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people and made a lot of friends. I think it's good to experience it and see which schools you like and yeah. see where you fit in the best, where you can have the most success. I but, just hit the ground running at Verdoso when I was mm-hmm. there. And I was like, I, I ain't leaving. Yeah. Right, but, right. Once you get tied to the school and yeah. you have your friends there, it's hard to leave. It, it's yeah, yeah. To, that's exactly yeah. how I was. <clears throat> yeah. You don't want to go into a new school, make new friends and stuff, but... Um, yeah, it's awesome. Um, I'm really happy that Mescalero is taking a turn like this and um, hopefully it becomes, like I said, more prestigious in, in its own. But um, all, all I can say right now is I'm, I'm glad to have you back. I was, I was a little upset whenever um, you weren't coming back because you had, you had just now told us all those good things you did and then all of a sudden it was like, no more, no more <laughs> Keenan. What happened? Um, I thought you deserved one more, one more season, but, you know, things happen for a reason. They do and and stuff. So we're here now, and you're back. So all right, yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely okay. excited. And like I said, this summer we're gonna get hit the ground running. We got a couple camps um, for sure. I know we're going to Santa Fe Indian. Mm-hmm. Santa Fe Indian School is having a team camp out there Father's Day weekend. So that'll oh, be wow. something new. Uh, their gym's amazing. So I'll be got a little experience for the kids. Also, you're going to a basketball camp. Yeah, in June. Okay. Yeah, you take them to camps. 
That's mm-hmm. the one I got right now, and I'm trying to do something here at, at Mesco. Just get a couple teams, and we'll just play a little round robin. Perfect. Nice. I bet um, you get, like, Toros or Cloudcroft or Doso coming in. Yeah, and that's, yeah. What's, that's what I like about these um, coaches here in the area. Like, mm-hmm. I know Coach Castagnon at Thule. We're real good friends, and we'll call each other if we need something. Mm-hmm. And we try to work out in the summer. I need to give him a call and get things going for the summer. Um, but not only that, um, another announcement is uh, young kids, I'm trying to do some basketball camps for the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, first grade, first through um, sixth grade, seventh grade, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do a couple camps, um, just skills camps, for the kids, just to get the kids, I mean, the younger kids involved, you know? Right, yeah. right. And we don't, so you don't, we don't see that. Nowadays on the res or anywhere around that, here. That, that was the best thing to do growing yeah, up. Get exactly. a shirt and a water bottle. Yeah. Sometimes meet someone famous. Yeah. I've even trying yeah. to do like a, I've been trying to do a golf camp too on my mm-hmm. side. And it's a little fundraiser. I'm not mm-hmm. going to charge an arm and a leg, of course. You know, maybe $10 a kid or whatnot. But right. Maybe just to pay for their lunch, feed them lunch or something. But I just want to have a couple camps. Um, I definitely want to have one at Mescalero. And I might even do one here in Redoso. Mm-hmm. And they've been bugging me a while to do a camp over there, too. Oh, cool. But, I mean, just to get the kids do something this summer instead of yeah. just staying home. Yeah. Definitely going to try to do that. So, you, um, all you kids, keep a lookout for that, too. Well, if you need information, press shout. And we got a podcast coming up. Just let us know. We'll try to oh, yeah, for sure. push out those dates for you. Yeah, we'll get that set. And then I'm just ready to get to work. Right. Cool. Get busy. Before you know it, the season's going to be starting. Yeah. It's coming up quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's only... Couple months away, but it's gonna be here quick. I feel like yeah. tomorrow, eight um, weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited though. It's yeah. chapter two. Hope it's awesome. Better just keep it going. Um, I couldn't be more excited for you. Um, yeah. I'm gonna try to make as many games as I can, but um, definitely. Shall we wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Or anything else we missed? Nah, just thank you guys for moving back, man. That was fun. Cool. I know we did a uh, ten fun questions of the Reds last time. So it's probably the same answers, right? Yeah, it's about you keep them all the same. I, I guess one thing I would like to know is, uh, so you you listen to this podcast regularly, right? Yeah. Uh, what what would you say is your favorite one, and what else, what would you like to see on this po- podcast or here? Nothing crazy. I mean, everything's good. I mean, uh-huh. um, I grew up with Ish. I love listening to Ish about his job, you know, uh-huh. uh, what he's been doing over there in Cruces and Shout out to him, man. I, I, we grew up together, went high school together, and it's good to see him being successful too. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's very mature. Him and, and all those, yeah. I mean, all the other kids my age as well. Other mm-hmm. guys, kid, guys and gals my age. You see and hearing their stories too on here. I, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Makes you feel old, old <laughs> at the same time. You know, we're getting old now, but we want to get more guests uh, from Escalero. So, oh, you know, yeah. anybody, especially like in a school, people that work for the school, or everybody's always asking about tribal council too. Bring tribal council on there, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, when I run for council in about <laughs> 10 years, I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, I mean, I love every episode and I like listening to it. It clears my mind, you know, yeah. just mm-hmm. you know, just hearing that, everyone's story. One question I always get, too, is uh, when are you guys going to put it on video? So, like, instead of just audio, when, when are we going to do video? And, cool. uh, yeah. We'll yeah. have to do some live ones. Yeah. That'd and be cool. I think the guests are comfortable now because we do this. Just audio, yeah. But if we were to do video, I don't, a lot of guests seem like they get nervous. But oh yeah, I think though, I would love to do video soon. I'll be your guinea pig. A video. <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared of it. Okay. <laughs> After the season goes, and then we'll do a live one. Oh yeah. Talk about sure. the season. Yeah. Recap. Well done. We'll get uh, you guys out there. Come to practice every now and then. Shoot some hoops. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't got it no more. But the one the one thing I've been thinking about is an alumni game. Oh, shoot. You know what I mean? I've been thinking about it a lot. What does that mean? That. We need a lot of breaks, extra timeouts. <laughs> like pre- so, like, preseason, you know, uh-huh. once you get your team set, bringing old graduates from Mascalero. Oh, okay. From the past, you know, come back and play. <laughs> that would be cool. Play the high school team. Like yeah. a little scrimmage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Hondo does it. Oh, really? They do it every year. That's cool. And um, I, I've been telling those guys, and I said, like, we should do one, you know, charge charge the players 20 bucks and yeah. nothing crazy at the door and That'll help us a little fundraiser, but it also brings brings the kids, uh, guys back that graduated and played for the program. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a tradition, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a little history. And it'll be fun to see. It'll be fun. That's one thing I'll, I'm trying to get going. <laughs> kind of cool to do. But All righty. Well, we got, cool. got something to look forward to. Sounds good. Definitely. All right. Once again, um, thank you, Keenan, for coming on the show. Look forward to seeing everything that you're going to be doing for the team. So. 
thank you for coming on the show and um thanks thank you everybody for listening to right on the wall podcast that's our show we'll talk to you next time As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community.